Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. Today we have a new guest with us, somebody that hasn't been and somebody that has been here a lot. of a lot. Um, so new guest, introduce yourself. Oh, my name is Pamela Grubb. Pamela Grubb. For anybody who has been hanging out at the ARL for a long time, you probably know Pam and may not know you know Pam, and she's already grumbling that I said a long time. Pam, you worked at the ARL for how many years? Oh, God, like 12 or 13, I believe. I did the boarding animals, so when, special needs animals and emaciated animals and puppies. And so when you came into the ARL um, several years ago, the kennel directly to our left used to be a boarding kennel. Now it is... Um, intake intake um but that's always where pam was and i remember when i would come in to pick up my foster dogs i would always see you in your um tall rubber boots pink pink always pink rubber boots um and you were always so friendly and helpful and i'm sure a lot of other people had that same experience with you but you don't work there anymore i don't when did you leave i think it's almost three years ago almost three years ago i think um and you retired you didn't like leave us for anywhere else no no, I just got really sick. Who else would I go to, really, <laughs> besides us? Because Harry was a great boss. Harry is a great boss. You were a great employee. Thank so, you. fast forward to today, you come in every single Monday and you help me out immensely uh, with the help of Carol and her husband. John. John. And Wonderful you people. take care of doing all of our cat and critter photos for us. Um, but none of this is why you're here today. No. Uh, you're here because you have a really special foster dog right now. I do. And her name is Eliza. It is. All right. So we're going to we're gonna skip over to Marcy, who is, as everyone knows, our foster coordinator. Say hi, Marcy. Hi there. All right, Marcy, tell us um, a little bit about Eliza, how we came across her and what a little bit of her, what, what her story is. Um, like most senior dogs, Eliza came in as a stray um, and we held her for her stray period and nobody ever came what kind of dog is she Um, eliza is a purebred english bulldog so let's just stop right there anybody who knows anything about dogs knows that to buy an english bulldog they can be thousands of dollars yeah so someone had invested in this dog at some point in its life and either couldn't care for it anymore, let it out the door. We, you know, we never know and we can't judge them because we don't know. But anyway, this dog shows up at the shelter, an English bulldog, and nobody came for her. Nobody came for her. Um, and English bulldogs are notorious for skin issues, ear issues, eye issues, breathing, and orthopedic, orthopedic issues, issues and breathing issues. And she had all of those. <laughs> and um, how old do you think Eliza is? We aged her at about 8 to 10 years old and which in the life of an english bulldog we're getting close to it that's pretty old yeah um and she just laid in her kennel like a little speed bug and i (laughs) went over to her and squished her little face and told her that we will figure it out and we will do something um and then threatened all my coworkers and told them we are going to figure this out um and save her so did she go to the vet or how did we start finding Um, out what was wrong with her I talked to Michelle, our shelter manager, who's really supportive of all of my crazy ideas of wanting to save <laughs> these old and decrepit dogs. And she took her over to Why Missing Animal Hospital. Um, and that was kind of going to be um, the deciding factor on wh- whether what we were going to do moving forward with Eliza. Um, so she took her over, and Dr. Wagner saw her 
and I, I read the email after the appointment and um, quote unquote, she was an orthopedic disaster. <laughs> um, she has severe arthritis in her right hip, two torn cruciates, so those are her hind legs, and severe arthritis in her elbows, um, along with a uh, pretty bad double ear infection, um, eye infection, and skin infection. Okay, so let's be realistic. In many shelters across this country, if an 8 to 10 year old bulldog came in, um, who's already eight to 10 for, for a bulldog is, is pretty much the end of their life. Eight years, I think is average for them. She's got thousands of dollars, uh, in needed medical care. Um, but because she is elderly, um, what Marcy, what do you think her future would have been at a lot of other shelters? She would have gone to sleep. Yeah, she would have been euthanized pretty quickly because um, her adoptability is low because she needs so much money and because her lifespan is so low. But we're not just any other shelter. We have this amazing program that we've talked a lot about on this podcast called the Gray Muzzle Foster Program. And sometimes there are dogs that um, we can't just fix them because they it's too much money or they're too far gone. But that doesn't mean we don't care. So... What did you do next, Mars? Um, we decided, and Michelle suggested, which I was happy about because I love offering this service. We asked Dr. Wagner what he thought about providing hospice and or palliative care for this dog. Um, and what exactly does that mean? Would be um, end-of-life care. Um, even if we had thousands and thousands of dollars to fix her orthopedic issues, we couldn't because of the... F- if we fixed the back legs, she has nothing to overcompensate on because her front legs are damaged as well. So pretty much for her, um, it's a pain management plan. Um, and we will, she will stay in a foster home, not up for adoption though, but she'll stay in hospice care and we will manage her pain, um, and keep her comfortable until we feel that it's time to let her go. Okay. So fostering a dog is one thing. Knowing that you're going to let a dog go um, is always hard. We know that. But you're letting it go alive and you're letting it go into a home that is going to love it, hopefully, for the rest of its days. So now we're talking about finding a foster home for a dog that um, is is going to live out the rest of its time in that home. So we need a pretty darn special place for this dog. So what did you do to find that home? Um, I actually posted on our foster page, Facebook, and then I thought of Pam, and I've known Pam for a long time. I've been involved with Animal Rescue League for nine years, and Pam was was by my side and by my co-founder, Dog Side Tiny, when I started the program six and a half years ago. Um, and I also know that Pam has done hospice care with animals before, um, but primarily Basset Hounds. So was I overjoyed when she offered to take this dog <laughs> Um, I jumped on the chance because she, um, her house is quiet. She understands um, what they need. And it was just a perfect situation for Eliza the meatball. Okay, so Pam, back to you. Um, it takes a really special person to take on a dog like Eliza. So how did you decide that you were ready for this? How have you gotten into hospice care prior i have always wanted to foster a hospice dog because i don't think an old dog especially but any dog i hate to see die in a shelter right alone but an older dog that has had a family and that has known hopefully 
what it's like to be loved because she knows now and she's <laughs> with me constantly. So tell us a little bit about Eliza once you got her home. About she her personality. Just, well, they're hard. Bulldogs don't seem to have much personality. <laughs> they're a little dull, a little lumpy. But <laughs> they well, she's my kind of dog because I have a blind basset that I flunked fostering with. Right. With Tri-State. I have another foster who's still in the hospital getting better. Um, she just did. She just came in and walked around and snorted. <laughs> she, she does a lot of that snorting and checked yep. all the beds out, picked a bed and plopped in it. And that's pretty much what she does. And how long have you had her for now? How long have I had her, Mars? Two weeks? Probably two weeks. About just a couple of weeks. weeks. And she's very, she's, now she knows that. I love her. She even knows that my husband loves her, even though he pretends and makes fun of her. So what are you guys doing to manage her pain right now? Novox and Tramadol. She gets her Novox in the morning with her Cephalexin. The only thing I'm not liking about the bulldog breed is their stubbornness. (laughs) Because at first I was giving it to her in cream cheese. Says the Basset Hound on her. Yeah. she's (laughs) She's even worse. She's oh she thought this was great. Well then she started licking the cream cheese off. Off the pills, right? So now we're at canned food. <laughs> and we'll see how long that lasts. Well now she kinda licks the canned food off. So I just keep spooning canned food into her mouth. Right. Until the pills get in. So is there any estimate on how long Eliza will be with us? Well, tomorrow morning, her ear infection is getting worse. Tomorrow morning, she is going back to Wyo to see my doctor. May I say my doctor's name? Yeah. Dr. Cynthia Austin. And where is she at? She is at Wyo, Wyomissing Animal oh, great, Hospital, okay. yeah. and she's my my personal vet for okay. my dogs. Um, we're going to just look at her ears. But her pain seems to be managed pretty much... I mean, she does well. She can go down the two back stairs to go outside. At first, I was carrying her. <laughs> I have to carry her in and out of the car. She's heavy. <laughs> um, but she's figured out how to go outside in the yard and go across the patio and just take one step down and then go out and go potty. But she manages on her pain meds to come up four steps. So she will stay with me as long as she is having no having a reasonable amount of comfort once right. i notice that she's really uncomfortable uncomfortable and not enjoying her food or her hugs then i'll know that it, she'll let me know when it's time she will and i bet she will also know in that process that she's so thankful that you were there to love her during the final days weeks months however long you get with her i never thought i would be this because when i saw her i thought ooh, ooh wow <laughs> But when she's sitting right outside at my feet and she looks up at me with that face that almost only a mother could love. I just think she's I think she's adorable. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Um, uh, I just love her so much. We'll get a picture of her up on our Facebook page. There is we also do have a gray muzzle group page. There are a couple of her on and there. And there are some pictures there. And when we post this podcast, we'll post one of her along with that. She's um, so pretty. I just wanted to tell this story today. There's no ending. I mean, ultimately, the ending will be um, bittersweet. Oh, very. Um, But I just wanted to tell this story because it's something that not a lot of rescues do. um, That is kind of specific and particular to the Gray Muzzle Foster Program at the Animal Rescue League. Um, Just to let you guys know that, uh, you know, a lot of times people think, well, if 
uh, old dogs don't make it. They, they don't make it in the shelter. They go to the shelter and they're euthanized. Right, but this program is to avoid that happening. Exactly, um, it's to honor the dogs that did live a long, healthy life in someone else's home that maybe for whatever reason could no longer take care of them, and um, just because they're old doesn't mean we don't care for them. Exactly. Um, so we're going to get old. I'm old, right? And I actually and I'm still being cared. You're still for. kicking around. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up with um, something that a foster family that just adopted my latest foster dog said to me last week, and that is that they wanted to adopt a senior dog because they hoped that when they got old, someone would care for them. Exactly. Perfect. So that's what this program Perfect. is about. And Pam, we thank you and the many, many others like you that care for these dogs and Marcy, of course, for um, finding homes for them. In the meantime, so if you want to learn any more about the Gray Muzzle Foster Program, please visit our website at www.berksarl.org. Click on the Programs tab and then click Gray Muzzle. And we'll post some pictures of Eliza for everyone and we'll keep you updated on what her progress is. So thanks, ladies, for joining me. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.